if there is one thing that I'm not proud to admit, but I cannot deny it, this is one of my major flaw. That is procrastination. So in this episode, we're going to talk about procrastination. And I'm going to share with you some lessons that I learned after slipping back into the loophole of procrastination. So before I begin, let me just um, uh, share that every one of us will always be facing stress or will always undergo stressful situations. And regardless of whether we are able to make changes in our life, stress will always be present. And I think that it would be a very big thing or it requires a lot of what do we need? I mean, to be able to remove stress, as in like remove stress from life, I think that's even impossible. And if there is someone who is able to remove all stress and live a non-stress uh, life, well, good for that person. But I believe that, or I think that it's much better for us to acknowledge that stress is a part of life. And especially at this time and age, stress is a factor that we're always existing and that exists and plays a major part in the lives of everyone at this time, at this age. And with the present situation of the economy, of the different nations, of the environment, it exists. And it's not gonna go away. And indeed, there is a lot of movements, a lot of um, lifestyle advices and inputs regarding how we should manage stress. And I cannot agree more. I think that everyone needs to be able to learn how to manage stress and it's not just about managing stress in order to survive but make it as a skill to manage stress but today's episode is not about stress okay it's about procrastination so um I just want to welcome you to this um, episode. My name is Eden Veronica Lucero. I'm your host for The Leverage Show. Here we talk about life and how it is all right to be in a difficult and not so happy situation. And for once, for today, we are going to talk about procrastination. Now, if you are a person who don't um, feel compelled or you don't feel that... Oh, sorry. If you are a person who don't think that procrastination is your problem, then that is good for you. Congratulations. But if he's but if it happens that like me, you are a procrastinator too. So I invite you to listen to this podcast. And um so in the past three weeks, three weeks, I yet again fell into 
slip into the rabbit hole of procrastination. And why is that? What happened? So maybe I have I could forgive myself for the first week because I was really sick. I thought it was, I was I even thought it was COVID. Thankfully it wasn't. It was just a common cold um because of the sudden drop in the temperature. It's winter. And but right after that, in the second week, even though I've already recovered, I still felt a lot lethargic and I know my alarm started blowing that it's already signaling me that hey girl i think that you are about to fall into your favorite hobby of procrastination so watch out but i just let the alarms go and blow up and i did took the plunge and fall back into procrastination of doing nothing. And there are many reasons why we get into the habit of procrastination of this being lazy. First and foremost, stress. And second, lack of plan lacking direction so we feel lost and then there's also the feeling of overwhelm when we are burned out when we have too much in our plate so we think that we need to okay i've did a lot so i deserve this i deserve to do what i want to do and just feel good at this moment and procrastinate and just do Stop doing what I need to do consistently. And then there's also that um, reason which is why we procrastinate is we lack motivation. We feel demotivated. Somehow those anxieties, those self-doubt, those low self-esteem comes crawling back again <laughs> into the stage and taking over the show and so then again we fall into the loop of questioning ourselves if we are good enough if so we feel technically we feel so demotivated and another reason for procrastination which is I can definitely relate and I can say has been one of the major reasons why I have this habit is perfectionism. And it has been the driving reason why I have been procrastinating in the past years, in the earlier years of my life. But for these three weeks, let's focus on these three weeks that... I fell into the habit of procrastinating because, you know, 2023, we committed to ourselves that 2023 is going to be our year, the year where we make it happen. And it's still February and what now? We are already feeling jaded about all this thing. 
So, why is it? Why is this happening when, oh my God, we're supposed to be rock rocking it and what's happening? So, um, like I've mentioned, in the second week, I already heard the alarms. And it's very funny because when I opened Instagram at the time, Mel Robbins posted and talked about procrastination. And according to her, and this is says based on study that is backed by science, the reason why we go into procrastination is because first and foremost, we have a wrong concept of procrastination. And that is procrastination is actually a habit that we fall into. It is a response that is triggered every time we are stressed. That is it. That is it. Like earlier, I've mentioned one of the reasons for procrastination is when we are stressed. And yes. So procrastination, according to her, is the freeze response whenever we are triggered, whenever we are having, we encounter a stressful situation and we feel triggered. And so we freeze. And so we don't want to do anything. And then again, so all those nasty things that we have been piling up that we decided to let go, unfortunately, I we thought that we have let go of them, but then we didn't realize that we just put them inside a closet and then bum the closet opens and then they fall tumble onto the floor the low self-esteem the anxieties the worries and everything and then they cripple us and so we start doing nothing we freeze we don't do anything and then we feel shit about ourselves we feel shit we get stressed, we feel shit about ourselves, we don't do anything as a result of feeling shit. And because we don't do anything, we know that we are being lazy, that we are procrastinating, and we know that this is not in accordance to what we plan for ourselves. So we feel shit again. <laughs> it's like a double layer of feeling shit about ourselves. And so it just piles up over and adds up to the feeling of overwhelm, adds up to the feeling of low self-esteem, of lack of motivation. And it's just so difficult to pull ourselves out because we are at the bottom of all those negative feelings and emotions. So how do we do with this? How do we pull ourselves out from this quagmire? <laughs> and so Mel Robbins says, since we now recognize that procrastination is a response, the freeze response whenever we feel stress. So she gave three um, tips on how we can easily uh, pick ourselves up from procrastination or save ourselves or remove ourselves from procrastination. And the first one is 
to identify the stress. And I guess, I think that even without telling this, we know deep down that, and we have talked about this a lot, and that is, if we want to solve a problem, it is better to dig deep down into the core of the core reason of the problem and then solve that because once we solve the underlying core reason for the problem it solves the problem and we don't have to feel whatever it is that we feel the negativities that we are feeling as a result of that problem now what happens is a very big problem that you cannot solve immediately so that is why we have for this year, for example, I want to, so to make it more concrete and more easier for you to understand, for example, so one of my major problems is my debt. So I'm debt ridden. And um, so I made a commitment to myself that for this year, I'm going to clear all those debts. This is going to be my debt free journey year and so at the beginning of the year or even before january i have been calculating doing a lot of num dealing a lot of numbers calculating including the potential increase of the interest because you know the thing with um credit card debts is that they are growing <laughs> you know the interest so and how are we and how my what's the, my plan in order to pay them because i cannot just like okay i'm just gonna pay them it has to be concrete there sh it ha there should be a plan so i was able to create a plan that would help me pay out all these bills by the end of the year however there are some mistakes that i did Basically, they're not major. They're just expensive mistakes. So I started a business in the year 2018 prior to pandemic because I was in the, I was thinking if, do I still need to work abroad when I was, uh, this happened when I was still in my home country, the Philippines. So I was um, weighing it out between should I, apply for a job abroad because it's you know it's always greener <laughs> at the other side and how about starting a side hustle business on a side because uh tourism was blooming at that time prior to pandemic and why not because i had the advantage because i was living in cebu and bohol so these are major tourist destinations so i have a lot of advantage that i can um leverage on and so i decided to okay start a business and i wanted to do all the legwork on my own i didn't listen to mom <laughs> i was trying to do it the right way but I was also doing it the wrong way at the same time because, you know, a business only a business when it is earning a profit. But if once 
if it's not earning a profit, if it's not earning an income, I don't know what you call it. So those are the mistakes that I've de- I did. And then there was pandemic. So by the time I was able to complete all the necessary administrative tasks, I mean, filing for tax, you know, all the drill, the paperwork. The moment I was able to complete them, pandemic hit. Bam. So, long story short, there are uh, things that I should have done, but I failed to do. And the result was there are a lot of penalties that I needed to pay. And if I want to, like, if I want to, you know, be debt-free and to really be financially free i need to settle all those penalties so on top of my debts i had to process the closure of those businesses and of those of that business and there were a lot of penalties to pay and it was difficult because i'm here now in a different country and it's just very difficult you know especially government transactions can be very can be very difficult in my home country it's like i don't know it's i don't want to say negative things but anyway that's it so again long story short i made a plan but then some unforeseen circumstances occurred that derailed my plan and i was like shocked <laughs> i was shocked i was shaken and i thought i was okay but then Apparently, I was not because I think I was just telling myself that I'm okay. But deep down, I wasn't because my 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 plans because my plans somehow were changed or <laughs> they. What happened did not go as planned. And so let's take note of that. Because one of the lessons that I've learned is in relation to that. But we're going to get back to that point later. Okay. So for now, let's just do a rundown of the causes of me procrastinating in the past three weeks. So that's it. Uh I made plans, indeed, I made plans, but somehow the plans were derailed because of some unforeseen circumstances. And one thing is, so now I can recognize that that was one in terms of my financial, that was one. Then another thing that has caused me to procrastinate, I think, this is it. So... In a previous weeks, I think I posted something in LinkedIn about we not showing up for ourselves. And the reason for us not showing up for ourselves is because we deny ourselves of the uncomfortable. And apparently that is it. When we encounter stress and we know that in order to overcome that thing that has caused our stress we need to dig deep and identify what that is 
that problem that has caused us to be stressed and solve that problem. But somehow, like, leaning deeper, leaning inside and looking deeper inside and facing whatever it is, the fear that we have deep inside is very uncomfortable. And we don't do that work because it's very uncomfortable. And that's when we slip into the freeze response. So we procrastinate or we go to the fly response. So we do things that makes us feel good at the moment that we do. We slip into addiction of the things that make us feel good at the moment. And that is it because we deny ourselves the uncomfortable. We don't want to do the inner work. And so that's the second point. And but somehow it can be related to the first one, which is the reason is we have stress. And in order to solve it, we need to identify the stress. And one reason, another reason for being lazy and slipping into procrastination is the feeling of overwhelm when we feel too much because I created a lot of goals for this year and I wanted to do them all, like mo all of them <laughs> too much too soon. I was like in a hurry, I was rushing, I was I was overwhelmed. So another concrete example is in the beginning of this year, I already started studying and taking uh, Japanese language studies or Nihongo study seriously. Although taking the N5 and passing the N5 is just one of the small goals but apparently it's just a step it's just a way to measure how am i with my studying so it's not about focusing on the n5 but more on making it as a measurement on how am i with my studies and that's a thing because I should be studying like daily, slowly, but instead I have been procrastinating and I'm just like rushing to study before the class, <laughs> before the test and rushing the assignments before the class. So, so much like college, so much like high school. <sighs> there are just some things that doesn't change, huh, Eden? So that's it. And at the same time, I have been postponing my interest in studying data, which is which even started prior to pandemic. Year 2018, I had already plans into um, studying and going to the field of data science. And I wanted to start with data analytics and then go into data engineering and then later to data science if I think I'm capable of doing it why not but 
I wanted to start with data analytics. And so I have been postponing this study about data for years now. And um, so I decided, okay, let's jump in. And at the same time, <laughs> this year, the podcast, the social media presence, I wanted to study digital marketing. And so, that's the thing. There's the Japanese language, there's data science, then there's digital marketing. And in my current job, my nine to five job, I have, and I have already so, I've also started studying a new software. So it's like, I am being overwhelmed. What should I do? Why do I do that? Why do I do that? As Pink would say, why do I do that? Why do we do that? Why do I do that? Hi. Crazy. So, and when we bite more than we can chew, that's when we end up with indigestion and this is it. This is what's happening. And um, maybe perfectionism, somehow, in a way, I'm able to slowly tackle that. But I know that is something that is an innate or an intrinsic trait of mine. And I just have to recognize that this is something that is in me and it's useless to work against it. I just need to accept it and use it to my advantage. But for now, for these past three weeks, I don't think that perfectionism is the reason. Somehow it's the stress, the overwhelm, and the lack of motivation, which these three things, three different stressors pulled together I resulted to what happened in the past few weeks. And that was such a long intro introduction. And so now here are the lessons that I have come to learn after these three weeks of being a procrastinator, procrastinating. First lesson that I've learned is that We know that stress is always there. And in order to uh, manage stress, that's why we need to create plans. And to whenever we have goals and plans, we need to um, divide them and break them down into small digestible steps. And then those steps need to be uh, scheduled and should have a target due date or deadline to when we need to, to do them so that we can move on to the next step. And so in order to make sure that they are done, that's why we need to schedule them. But the thing is, it's not just about creating one plan. That's already good if you are able to create a plan. That is wonderful. But our plans need to be flexible. That 
if there is something unforeseen that will occur, regardless of there might be changes, our plan should be very flexible that regardless if there are many bumps along the way, we can adjust easily. We can pivot um, easily, but still keep in line with our direction towards our goals. And that's why we don't just create plan A, we need to have a plan B or a plan C. So that whatever happens, we don't. Whatever, even though our plans get derailed, we don't get derailed. Imagine if our goal is to take ourselves from point A to point B and in what brings us to our to our, our to our goal imagine ourselves riding a train that will take us to our goals and there are several stops so we cannot control whatever happens there might be wind strong winds or somehow another train that um there might be traffic another train that is delayed that has caused for us to delay someone pushed the emergency button so we had to like make a quick stop but these are okay these things can be these things are acceptable um we may need to change lanes. We may need to uh, make a stop, pause for a while. But regardless, whatever happens, there is one thing that should never happen in the train, in our train, and that is for it to derail. Because once a train derail, imagine the disaster that will occur, right? So it's all right if we get delays, if there are stumbles, if we pause, if we need to make a change to change lanes, to take a longer route that will take us to our destination, as long as our train stays on track and doesn't derail. I want to I wanna take note of that. If our life is a train journey that will take us towards our goals, towards it, we can, we can delay, we can change lanes, but we should always stay on track and never derail. Because once we derailed, once a train's derailed, it's a foregone conclusion. It's a disaster. So, my friend, anyway, we can still get off the train <laughs> and walk or take a car or take a bus as long as the train stays on track. It never gets derailed. 
So it's important for us to have plan A and plan B. It's important for our goals and plans to be flexible. And at the same time, at these moments where we feel that our emotions are overwhelming us, we feel being overwhelmed, we don't feel like doing anything. Our habits that we are trying to create, the systems that we have built in order to create habits are for these events, for these moments where we don't feel like being ourselves and showing up for ourselves. The, this is where our habits need to shine because the habits that we create will be our automatic response. It will be our out-of-flight mode. So regard, regardless of whatever happens, you don't feel like doing it, but because we have already created those habits for ourselves. Because most of the time, whenever we fall into procrastination, the one thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to think. And we just want to run on autopilot. And that's why habits that we create is not just for posting on social media or just bragging there that I have this habit, I have this morning routine. No. The purpose of us creating these habits for ourselves is that for these moments, because we know that we are very weak and that we are easily de derailed and that we are easily distracted, that we are easily, um, that we don't, that our boundaries for ourselves are not that strong yet, that we are easy to let go, that we're easy to, uh, that's it. That we are un we're still unable to manage the stress or whatever it is that comes our way. And so that's why these are called as strategies. The habits that we create for ourselves are for this reason. It's not just something that we do because in order to feel good about ourselves. We try to create these habits in order to save ourselves. Especially at times. When we don't want to show up for ourselves. And this is the second lesson that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to share with you. The lesson that I've learned that because I have come to question why do I have to why do I do this? Why do I feel like I feel burdened because I did not realize the purpose, the why behind why I do those things, why I want to create these habits for myself. And after going through the procrastination, that's when I realized that why I do those things is because at times when I'm so feeling shit about myself, feeling I don't want to do anything, but because my body has its autopilot mode that is already set to do those things, then it will carry me through those tough times. And it reminded me before, I remember when I was very religious in my night, 
and morning face routine, skincare routine, regardless of what time I arrive at home, regardless if it's already 1 a.m. after being very, very tired from commuting, from doing, from work, from doing um, workout or from partying, regardless of what time I arrive, I still will crawl to the CR, <laughs> take a bath, or if I won't take a bath, I need to make sure that I've washed my face, all of the dirt, all of the makeup, all of everything, and made sure that I moisturize before I go to sleep. Regardless if I was very, very sleepy, I would do it. And what it did for me, I look, I did had a look younger, but then I stopped doing it. And so now I look very old again. And I'm still trying to build the habit of the skincare routine until now. <sighs> so that's it. Let's rewind. We do these things because at times when we are weak, these habits that we have built for ourselves will shine at these moments. And... The third and final lesson that I've learned is, and this is also from Mel Robbins, is that you keep trying. You don't give up. I know that I felt shit. Like I mentioned earlier, I felt shit. And because I felt shit, I did nothing. And because I did nothing, I know I felt shit again. And so it's a like uh, several levels and layers of feeling shit about myself. Let's per forgive ourselves. Let's be compassionate and kind toward ourselves and forgive ourselves that we have allowed ourselves to become weak. And then once we forgive ourselves, we don't dwell on those mistakes anymore. But we... Again, commit ourselves that we will try again. That we will do it again. That we will not... We'll just... We'll just continue. Regardless, if we failed, if we did wrong ourselves, we did wrong to ourselves, we will try again. We will be kind, but we will not tolerate. That is our rule. We're going to be strict on that. Discipline is something that it's not a switch. It is something that is learned over time and in inculcated into our core and is ingrained into our core through series of constant practice, constant action, consistent action. And it will make this discipline, the habits, ingrained into our core. And so, we will fail, but we will continue to push forward and move and take action. Because as it is said, the antidote to procrastination is action. So we'll continue to do anything to do. We'll continue to move forward. Earlier today, I was listening to the Detail Therapy Podcast by Amy Landino, episode 170, and then she mentioned, 
achievements is wonderful. But what about trying? For whenever we see kids, our younger generation, especially sports events, even if they don't win, but we feel very encouraged, we feel very inspired when we see people trying their best, giving, trying hard, giving their best. And we feel it. It touches us. But how come now, when we are grown-ups or in a different fields, in our personal lives, in our careers, in our businesses, and whatever endeavors that we do, we only look into the success of other people, into the end game. We fail to look into the journey. We fail to look into the value of trying. We glorify success very much. We glorify the first very much. We glorify the winner very much. When the lesson, when the value is supposedly in the journey, in the trying, in the failing, the mistakes, in the learning, in the process. So now, I pray and I hope that the procrastination will end this week. In the future, there will still a lot of things that might happen that might cause me to be stressed again. But at least for now, we're able to pull up ourselves from the quagmire. And looking back, I do somehow feel thankful with our procrastinate going through that period of procrastination because I get to learn these three lessons that I shared with you guys. And looking back now, I realize that I also realize that. These moments of failing, these moments of procrastination, going through that period of procrastination allowed me to fully understand the reason why I did the planning, the goal setting in the first place. Because this is life. And life is a journey and it's a series of failures. It's a series of trying and failing, trying and failing and missing. And then until we do it the right way. And I even appreciate that I did and encountered this failure at the onset of the year at the onset of the year because then i realized that there's still 
a lot to improve in the terms of my planning, in terms of my goal setting. And as early as now, I can make changes and I can pivot. So, I hope if you're listening up to this point, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I hope that you are, if you are also going through the same struggle as I do regarding procrastination and being lazy, I encourage you that it is all right. Just remember that it's not the end and that you can overcome it. I believe that we can overcome it by doing um, the work first by recognizing what is it that is causing us to fall into the habit of procrastination. Is it stress? Is it um, our health? Is it overwhelm? Is it demotivation? Is it perfectionism? And once we identify the reason, we work on the reason. We work on that cause. We look back into our goals, into our plans, and to make them flexible, to make them flexible, make changes. It is all right to make changes. It's all right to stop. It's all right to pause. It's all right to change lanes as long as we do not derail from our goal, from our target, from the life that we want to have, from the person that we aspire to be. We don't lose the vision towards that goal. And next, it's important that we made this plans flexible. And we continue to work on creating those habits, replacing our bad habits with good habits, building systems, creating our autopilot, designing our autopilot mode that will show up for ourselves once we won't and we don't want to, once we won't and don't and can't show up for ourselves it is our habits it's our autopilot mood that will step up and will rise into the occasion so let's change the way how we think what is the purpose of those habits that we want to create and the last Lesson is that we just keep going on. We don't let go. We keep trying. We continue to move forward one day at a time. 
We continue to move regardless if we have to crawl forward, stumble forward, as long as we continue to move forward. We can step back. We can take a few steps back in order to change our perspective, to make changes, to pivot. But still, we continue trying. It's all right to make mistakes. It's all right to fail. Because life is a journey. It is a process. And every mistake is a learning It is a step. It is a opportunity to learn something that will push us forward towards our goals. I had so much fun talking with you guys. I hope that you enjoy as much as I did. And I hope to see you uh, here. I talk to you. And share whatever it is that's going through my life. <laughs> whatever realizations and knowledge and lessons and wisdom that I'm able to uh, learn in the next few days. I'm looking forward to be able to share with you guys. And I hope that you are safe and healthy always. If you are feeling cold in life, I hope that this little service of mine, I hope that this love of mine will give you a bit of warmth. Have a wonderful day and cheers.